0: Anniversary. Yes, it's
1: our two year anniversary of podcasting. That's right. We're recording this on June 15th, and in June 15th, 2018, our little podcast got born. Yes, with three little episodes to begin with. That's right. <laughs> and now we're working on episode 108. Amazing. Wow. Is it really <laughs> that is amazing. 108? It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: That is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're well, the
0: little engine that could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for making it fun every week, week after week.
1: Thank you for the same.
0: Cuz yeah. that was that was our promise that as long as it remained fun, we could continue doing it. And it's also been interesting to, you know, over the last few months it has, um, you know, we've we've addressed more serious topics. And I've been happy to have the ability to do that, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you mean that you've been happy to have, like, an outlet or uh, a medium
0: yeah. to address? The, yeah. Yeah, to have that. And then also to, you know, recognize that, well, we have a lot of fun talking that... Um, you know, there's that that we can also address these more serious issues, and and hopefully um, help other people address them in their lives too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're Cause, very you fortunate. know
0: perfectionism isn't all fun and games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everyone thinks it's just a big goof, but this is serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, but it is true though I mean perfectionism is relevant in, in everything. So uh, almost everything anyway. so we can remain relevant no matter what the heck's going on. That's right.
0: Yeah.
1: That's right. And
0: uh, and it's actually the, the um, current environment that brought us today's topic on how to make sure you're ready to
1: vote. Right. It feels so important voting everybody voting is so important it's always important but it feels especially important now yes uh, well and I
0: feel like I we need to to give an apology to our non non-Amer- oh, yeah. uh non-american non uh, US citizen yes. listeners um, because this is very US centric in that uh, we have our presidential election coming up in November, and there are still loads of um, primaries coming mm-hmm. up, um, both state primaries and presidential primaries that were postponed, and some don't happen until um, later anyway. So um, we it just feels it's always important to vote, but it feels very important right now to make sure that, everyone is uh, set up to vote in a
1: way that is safe for them. Right, right. Yeah. And it's not just the president. Mean, of course, the presidential election in the U.S. is very important, but also the local elections and, of course, the Senate and Congress. Right. So um, uh, there's just a, it seems, feels like there's a lot at stake, and the COVID crisis makes voting iffier for a lot of people, understandably. Right. Um so we really this is the year we really need to be planning. Yes. Uh to make sure we can vote.
0: Yes, and so um And this we, is true
1: worldwide, right? I mean, it, we're talking about our dates, but um anybody who has a who votes.
0: Any any of our listeners who live in a some form of
1: democracy. Democracy <laughs>
0: yeah. and has the opportunity to vote. Um right. I, yeah, this this is definitely something to check into, and and one of the first things we wanted to encourage people to do is is make sure you're registered. If you aren't sure that you're registered, and to check into your state or county or local jurisdiction of how they are running elections, because a lot of um, a lot of the states are you know, have postponed things or they're opening up the abil- ability to vote by mail
1: um, when in the past they might have only had absentee ballots. Um, so Right. That's a really good point that, that we can't assume that just because it's always been done that way in our state, it's it's that way this year. And right. Because of the pandemic, it could really be different. Or, um, or also we can't assume, I mean, if, if you've never had to vote absentee, Before uh, or mail in, you may be surprised at the rules uh, that don't necessarily. um, Well, for example, in Missouri, you have to have your ballot notarized before you can mail it in, unless you're in a some categories that include people over the age of 65. They don't have to, but we never, in my wildest dreams, expect that I would have to have my palate notarized. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have to plan for that. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, so it's definitely not the kind of thing that you want to wait until November 1st to look into, or right. maybe even, or you know. Uh, well, any, I think it's. Yeah, I think no it's, reason to wait.
0: Right. I think it's worth checking into now and just to see what your, what your state or county is doing for elections, how they're handling elections, and then um, what you need to do if you want to vote by mail or vote absentee. Um, And if you don't, like I know I've seen in the news, a lot of states have changed, you know, where polling places are and, and how many polling places are open? And so I think it's, just, it's really worth getting use or, you know, sort of getting aware, making yourself aware of what how your state and county are handling it um, and then continuing to pay
1: attention to it as things evolve. Right. Yeah, exactly. And starting now and just raising your awareness now rather than putting it off because perhaps it feels complicated or annoying um, can only help you because once your awareness has been raised and you know you're set to vote, you're going to, I think, inevitably pay more attention to the issues and just notice things that come up about your local elections or what have you. And then that, right. that cloud of uncertainty goes away. It can be really helpful. Right,
0: right. And the one of the ways that that perfectionism can – cause problems with something like this is that um, it's easy to put something off when you aren't sure you'll get it right you know you don't it feels especially if it feels really important and it feels Mm -hmm. very important to get it right it ironically makes it harder to do if if
1: perfectionism is something that you struggle with Right. And also, if you feel like it's just going to be hard or uh, a lot of steps, um, you might be surprised that it isn't. And in fact, we'll have some resources in the show notes. We've already identified a couple of very easy websites that will allow you to find out your state's regulations and um, request an absentee ballot.
0: Yes. And I, not to brag or anything, but... (laughs) Boy. I'm from Oregon and we have done one hundred percent vote by mail for um almost twenty years now
1: Wow yeah yeah that's I'm jealous without a doubt says the person who has to have her ballot notarized um, <laughs> right I mean how, how is this possible that's just amazing yeah and they, uh, I didn't realize yeah. it was twenty years though that's something yeah yeah it's um
0: I think they started really expanding vote-by-mail in the 90s and then went to 100% vote-by-mail. And I remember when they first did it, like, feeling sort of sad about it. And I still feel a little bit mm-hmm. sad, although in a pandemic, now I don't Not care. Not so much, yeah. But <laughs> but I do feel a little bit sad because, you know, you don't vote, everybody doesn't vote on the same day, and mm-hmm. you don't, you know, I always sort of liked the... um the pomp and circumstance of going to my polling place and getting my I voted sticker and, and feeling like I was, you know, participating in our democracy. Um, and now I just, you know, get to have the voters pamphlet, the internet, I can take as long as I want to fill
1: out my ballot. It's like an open book test. It is. It's totally an open book test. I have to cram before the exam. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And then you have to, like, write crib notes on your hand. (laughs) You're actually allowed to bring notes in here anyway. But, um, yeah, so the thing that struck me while you were saying all that was two things, two contradictory things. One is, yeah, you have a nostalgic memory of the the pomp and circumstance of the voting place. <laughs> yes. The current reality is is usually annoying. Um, there's usually something annoying happening at my polling yeah. place. But the other the flip side of it is, I do I do actually have a very nice memory of election day four years ago, the presidential election, thinking it was going to be a different outcome. It was very exciting. It was very crowded. I saw neighbors, you know, and um, there was a general, really. uh, I live in a very liberal city, so it was like the celebratory air um, of the first woman president and all this stuff. And uh, so that was cool for for that morning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but um, uh, in my volunteer reading. I read the day, um, how did this work? I read, oh, it was the day of the election was the day that I happened to read. And, and one of the little girls I read to said that her mom let her go to um, mm-hmm. vote with her. And, and she was so excited about that. And then, and she was just sort of beside herself wiggling with <laughs> excitement and then, the next week was so sad she was so sad yeah. it was really it was hard but anyway that's not what we're here to oh follow. but wait
1: so <laughs> wait when did her so she's in oregon how did her she go vote with her mom i mean she what? how did that work her mom sat her down with the ballot and they went through it together
0: yeah and her oh. mom her mom um she like filled in the circle her mom oh. filled in the circle, and then she let her, like, do
1: over it. Yeah. So oh, that she felt cool. like she was being, participating in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really neat to instill um, that in a young person. And,
0: and a lot of people, and I've done this too, will actually wait to vote until Election Day and then hand-deliver their ballot to the election office. Ah. Um,
1: just to well, you know, to be that, part of the yeah. yeah. I know my my in Washington they have mail in. I'm not sure what the rules are, but I know that I I have taken my dad's ballot to the ballot box lock box outside some government building and dropped it in before, Yeah, not not on a specific day, but just like yeah, they have that time. here too. Yeah, so there it's... There are locked um, boxes like they're sort of like mailboxes, big metal. Yeah, so you don't have to trust the well, except you do in St. Louis, but in general, in Oregon, you don't have to trust the postal service. Not that I'm saying anything against the postal service, but (laughs) uh, right, you can you can just drop you can drop it off in a long right?
0: And they also have an interesting thing with the ballots in Oregon, where you can track your ballot online awesome yeah so you can find out when they receive your ballot you can see that they have counted your vote um yeah it's pretty great and then um in this most recent election i think was the first one it got passed i think maybe i don't know what election it was but you used to have to put a stamp on your to mail your ballot in and then they um changed that and you don't have to pay for postage it's oh um, yeah it's postage prepaid (laughs) again the
1: opposite of missouri yes (laughs) at least i don't have to send mine express mail right Uh, (laughs) you have to send it fedex overnight (laughs) right or it won't count um
0: yeah
1: yeah, so um it's I'm making it, I I'm, I'm, can't believe I'm aching like I am. I just happen to have done this research today. But it's, it isn't going to be hard for me to to request a ballot and mail it in. Well, except for the notary. But I have a friend who's right. a notary. But people, yeah, it's probably, no matter what people think, it's hopefully not hard to take care of this now so that you don't have to worry about what to do as you get really close to the election. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um. And, you know, the, this happens so often. There are so many things. And, and I do this all the time still. I just did this with my mom's taxes where I dread, I spend way more time dreading doing something than I actually spend doing the thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even just, like, I had a, um, a bunch of stuff. I can't remember if I already mentioned this. A bunch of stuff to scan for Barry, old photos that got uncovered and they were sitting on my scanner place scanner stand and they got covered up with shit (laughs) and stuff and i um uh was cleaning up my office and i found them it's like oh jeez i gotta take care of this so i literally scheduled 15 minutes of scanning it was on my task list for days and then of course (laughs) i did it because my intention was to do 15 minutes a day till it was done and right. I did it in 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we
1: were scheduled to talk after that and you're like I need one more minute. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um yeah, I mean that wasn't I didn't mind doing it, but it, it really I don't know why I thought it was going to take well, it's cuz I didn't I didn't rename the files. That's why I went so fast. I made him rename the files cuz I didn't know who was in the pictures. But right. um Yeah, so things like that, they build up sometimes in your head. They do.
0: Well, and you know, it's funny. I hadn't really put these two things together, but I had a conversation with a client this morning who was happy to tell me that she, on her own, used a technique that I've used with her, which is to um, imagine that you could shrink something down, like (laughs) literally... literally how you imagine it, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to to shrink it down. Because that, that's what a lot of times it happens. Like, if you consider how you're, like, when you think of something like, um, you know, when I was thinking of my mom's taxes, I was just imagining, like, this whole you know, sort of overwhelming nightmare of paperwork and stuff that I was going to have to figure out. And I imagine it, like, very big and and overwhelming. And if you can take that uh, image and shrink it down in your mind,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it becomes way... It feels way more possible to
1: do. That's excellent. So you have... You, know, you can sort of... Um become aware of what your image is maybe it's a big monster or something this thing this task this project and then you picture that monster shrinking shrinking down to the size of an ant is it that is that what you're talking about
0: um uh, usually what i do is imagine shrinking it down so it could fit in the palm of your hand it's, oh, okay. <laughs> it's usually sort of, generally speaking, Let's uh-huh. just have it shrink down to the palm of your size of the palm of your hand. Yeah. Um. And you don't even have to sort of know what you're picturing because a lot of people feel like they aren't necessarily good at visualizing. So you mm-hmm. don't have to. You know, it doesn't have to be in your mind like a, you know, Technicolor movie or anything. I guess now we would say 4K. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to Technicolor. Technicolor isn't that big of a deal anymore. I don't even know uh, what 4K is. <laughs> <laughs> What's 4K? I don't, I don't really know either. It's just a high resolution. That, oh, okay. Like I hear Mike talk about it in terms of video and stuff and like whether the TV has it or not and I just go, oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, But so it doesn't even have to have any kind of definition. It could just be be like it just feels like this amorphous blob and just imagine that you could shrink it down to be you know a very tiny amorphous blob in your hand
1: Mm -hmm. interesting yeah that's a a cool technique
0: yeah it's surprisingly helpful and I always feel a teeny bit sad when I don't remember to do it yeah, <laughs> could have done that with my mom's taxes. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, my mom's taxes, which literally I was like, ugh, you know, I've been thinking about it since January. And then um, I was, I had started them and then went on a trip and was going to finish them when I got back. And then when I got back, you know, mm, global pandemic and right. then the date got pushed back and then I was like oh I don't need to worry
1: about those now (laughs) well I'm impressed it's 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 only June 15th you have another month but you finished it oh yeah because it literally took mm, maybe an hour
0: and a half of not very focused time wow yeah there it is right there yeah um, I mean, because the good news is I have everything in YNAB, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which made it super easy. And uh, the hardest part was just, you know, sort of making sure everything was filed. But that was really just more about being able to archive the files as opposed to um, needing that information in the files. Like everything's mm-hmm. in YNAB, I didn't actually need to look at the files.
1: Right. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I would have been dead if, or procrastinating like crazy if I hadn't already gotten my taxes in before the April. I just managed to get my taxes done like a miracle before on March fifteenth, um, and if, and then it's like March sixteenth they extended the deadline, right. <laughs> and I would have been totally waiting <laughs> if I had uh, Yeah. So I'm glad. I, I still have to pay city taxes, but I am waiting because. Um, i i owe there's no way not to owe so i'm not going to give them money sooner um but yeah that's a great example of something and it probably preyed on your mind you probably thought about it at least once a week if not more frequently than that right oh it was on my
0: to-do list it was Mm -hmm. you know and and being responsible for my mom's stuff you know i'm I have power of attorney, I'm the successor trustee, you know, it's like I have all the responsibility. It even weighs more heavily than if it were just my stuff. Yep, absolutely. Like I feel like I have a responsibility to do a good job for her, which mm-hmm. I do have a responsibility right. to go, do a good job for her. But, you know, so it just, it it um, sort of amped up that, which I think probably also added to the reasons why I was putting it off. Absolutely. Um, now that I think about it. But of course, yeah. you know, when you're in the middle of it, it, you don't see all that very clearly. Right. Which is, yeah. you know, why we're encouraging people to think about getting ready to vote now as opposed to a week before the election.
1: Exactly. It's 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 too important to put off. I think Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what makes us I mean, we're not a true democracy, but, uh, you know, the dem- it's what makes the democratic process work. Right, <clears throat> right exactly. So, um, again, apologies to our non-U.S. citizen voting listeners, um, but... We hope that this is useful in something that may feel big to you that you've been putting off and will help you take the next small step to getting that figured out. And for people for whom voting is the issue that they're looking at, that next small step will be to check out the um, resources that we have in the show notes. And you can find those at gettingtogoodenough.com.
1: And did you have something else you wanted to say, Janine? No, I can't. I did, but I actually already forgot what it was. (laughs) Because I just kept talking. (laughs) Yeah, because you were on a roll and it wasn't anything helpful. I mean, it was, I'm sure it was incredibly helpful, but it wasn't uh, urgent or anything. Okay. (laughs)
0: Well, we want to hear from you, our listeners, you know, what what is on your mind these days and how can we help you let go of perfectionism you can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE that's 4843 you can share your thoughts with us on social media on Facebook and Instagram we're at getting to good enough and on Twitter we're at GTG enough Um, and then of course in the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon, and Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri, and we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. <laughs> I felt fired up, like I want to go vote for something. But. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Soon. Yeah.